What's goody, what's goody, what's goody, everybody? It's Kim and I'm back with my cheat of the day. Welcome to season three, episode seven. The rest is yet there. And I have a special guest. And it's Kendra. Kendra Crump. Look at you with more being more tech savvy than I am. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. I listen, honey. I got scared. You know what? You know what? I bet you know where, who, what the cure of cancer is, man. You so smart. You know that, <laughs> y'all. Can y'all believe y'all's host is so freaking smart, man? Like this podcaster, he he he's he's a millionaire. Okay, like his hair is like just just flowing. His skin is just like it ain't cracking. Like it's beautiful. I love it. Mm. I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How are you? You know, everything is everything. I, I ain't pimp slap nobody, so you know it's still early though. I just kind of woke up not too long ago, like fifteen minutes ago. So I think I think it should be it'd be wrong if I'm sitting here swinging on folks early in the morning, right? Hmm. I just Absolutely. wake up. How how you feeling? How'd you sleep? You get you ate your uh, Wheaties this morning yet, or are you still uh, kind of in bed as well? Not yet. I'm just got up not that long ago. All right. Just ready All right, to start then. this day. Okay. All right, so, then. Let me welcome you to my channel. Everyone, this is Kendra from Kendra's Crump Podcast. And many, many more. Many, many other things that she has go- going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Thank you so much for having me. First off, thank you for not thinking I was a bot or spam and just deleting my message. I appreciate it. You're, you know, some people don't care to work with you. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to give you a chance, you know? So I appreciate you giving me a chance. Well, thank you for reaching out. Like, that was, I will, want to say, like, you're, like, one of the first people to actually reach out from the whole, the other page blogging me or whatever. Hmm. So it was extremely dope to see. And I'm like, oh, okay, so it actually did work. Check me out. And I just love working with different people and just getting different perspectives, especially on anyone's channel. Just for conversations that needs to really be had, kind of thing. You know what? One thing I realized, and this is something to all 30,000 of your listeners, because you're just popping like that. Okay. (laughs) So let me tell y'all something. When it comes to going after your dreams, you got to, you got to hit, you got to, you know, hit the ground running. It's like folks are always claiming, oh, God. Send me a man. Send me a man. You expect, and you don't go out. You expect a man to break into your house and be like, I'm here to, to, to <laughs> your, be your Prince Charming. It doesn't work like that. You guys got to do the work. And again, it's not going to work for everybody. Like some people, like I said, not everybody's going to welcome you. Not everybody's going to want to work with you. Some people will give you the runaround. You know, like some people do not care to, they, they really are sorry people. Like on my podcast, I ban um, podcasters, you know, because I want people to know, hey, listen, just let you know, don't work with this person. They did that to me. What do you think they're going to do that? They're going to do the same thing to you. I don't care. Like, I will, I am the type of person, I used to be afraid, right? My voice, I was afraid to speak the truth because I was afraid people would sit here, go off on me. They might try to fight me. But one thing I realized is this, uh, you ain't going to win every fight. Like, like, let me ask you something. Have you been, did you grow up fighting a lot or you were like the mellow, cool kid? Um, definitely more on the mellow, cool kid, but when I had to fight, I did. 
got now what's your record would you say you 12 and 0 which was or have you lost a couple fights you yeah you never always win okay because you never know when what you're getting yourself into and then you take yourself out in the uh, middle of it or uh whatever that looks like so Uh yeah Uh Mm. now let me let me ask you this are you still cool with with any of the people that you actually got into a fight with or is still on site to this day it's not on site, but we're not kumbaya type thing. Can, can y'all be social media friends or not even then? Um, I guess like one or two of them I'm, I'm still <laughs> social media friends with, but other than that, yeah, no. Okay, okay. But no, what I was going to say was, because I came across some people like, yeah, I won every fight. Don't believe anybody who says they won every fight. But no, like I said, man, it's to me, it's just, uh, you know, when you go after your dreams you know you got to go to the crowd man see check people out don't be so quick to want to you know not want to work with a person because they might not believe in the same thing you believe in because you guys might not like the same person like at some point you got to grow up for that and that was you know one of the conversations topics we're going to segue into where i was telling you uh about you know when it comes with the lgbt Q plus, you know, I had a homeboy of mine at the time who, and this was an episode I did, uh, posted on my YouTube that I did last year, but I posted it, you know, like a couple of weeks back this year. And, you know, really cool cat, like, you know, very woke brother. He put me onto a lot of stuff. But the issue that he is, is this is a straight man who, let's just call it what it is, is homophobic, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and to me, is a problem because he was a Lyft driver as well. And he basically, you know, would have an issue if anybody was in his uh, car. He, he said, like, who was gay because he said that he's had issues. And you know what? I've asked a lot of straight men, can they befriend uh, somebody who is, you know, gay, right? And they said, Kendra, we have tried. But what happens is the gay guys get too comfortable and they try us without sometimes without us realizing it or just blatantly verbal. And I'm thinking, okay, why do I keep hearing this from a lot of straight men? I said, I know there are some gay guys who aren't trying every straight man. Like, I know there are some gay guys you can be cool with, right? But but a lot of straight men have, you know, bring this to my mom. I'm saying, like, he literally will cancel lift rides, not want to pick people up. But how do you not know that gay guy wasn't going to tip you $1,000 just because? You you hmm. you block your own blessings, you know? And that's where I think, like, some maturity has to come in. And with him being, the br- brother's 30 years old. And one thing I realize is once you reach a certain age, you're going to do and think the way that you want to think, you know? Um, and everything else. And to me, it should not be that issue. And that's what I want to ask you as well, segueing into this. Have you had issues trying to befriend uh, straight men and they literally did not want to have anything to do with you because of the fact of what your, you know, sexual orientation is? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> like, for me, especially coming out, that definitely was a big factor of me losing a lot a lot of quote-unquote friends mm-hmm. at that particular moment because I was actually somewhat in the street but not fully in the street kind of thing. So I definitely have respect where I was growing up at and then when everyone found out and when I came out, then it was a whole different type of story. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like there are a lot of games, there are a lot of straight men who are conditioned to be homophobic who are conditioned to not even give you a try. 
then there are those special dudes who will give you a try and then some some gay men will hit on you. And then that one experience would mess it up for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, that's just like uh, if you date a white guy, per se. Mm-hmm. And then that white guy did not treat you right. He dogged you out. You try something new. And then you just figure like, damn. Maybe I really shouldn't date white guys now. Mm-hmm. For that one experience. Not just off of the person. Just viewing the person as a person. But you're just <clears throat> grouping it all together as we're all this one thing. And that's what bottles me and confuses me all the time. Because it's like, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Everyone reacts to different things. But ultimately, everyone's a different person. And you're going to get a different reaction out of the different person. So we're not all the same. We don't all try to chase after a straight man. And hopefully people would, hopefully the straight men would kind of understand that. And just let that experience be that experience. And I'm sorry that it happened to you. It shouldn't have happened to you, but. And then not for nothing, it's kind of what you put out there too, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like most of those situations, you was playing along with that person at some form or fashion. For them to be that comfortable to try you. Mm-hmm. They're not try you if they don't read the room. It's all about reading the room. Most of the time, unless you just don't care and they're just disrespectful, most of the time, they read something off of you is why they felt they could try you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Whether it's the straight person's upbringing, they was born with, no, they didn't have a male figure, so they're more on the feminine side or whatever that is or they're just extremely just open about everything whatever they read you allow them to read it kind of thing you put that mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. no that's real and that no and that's actually that's actually very real and like i said i've tried you know proving these points i had them say ain't no straight dude gonna just hope hang out with an openly gay dude you know where people are gonna assume and i had a conversation with a, with a straight dude and i said why do you care what people have to say if you know for a fact that you are heterosexual shouldn't care what the world has to say but it comes down to stereotypes like you know how little nas um was getting flack for what he did on television but right. tiana taylor and the other girl you no know, yes, but because so you know, socially it just looks more um, quote unquote appealing. Yes, than it does with the two men and stuff like that. And I want to ask you this as well: How do you feel about these, um, you know, characters, the, these cartoon characters, and they're just coming out like, "Hey, Superman's best friend is now gay," or "Now Superman's mom." How do you feel? How do you feel about? They, they're changing the characters from how when we were children, it wasn't like that, but now they're implementing that into with the kids shows and basically changing the cartoon characters. How do you, how do you feel about that? Because I've had, I've had people from the community say that that's ridiculous and they need to stop. So how, I want to get your viewpoint on it. So I want to touch on the double standards a little bit first. Okay. So for me, like the double standard is I feel like this is as a a people we're just conditioned to feel like lesbian is more 
appealing, girl and girl, whatever that is, is just more sexually appealing or appealing to look at than guys. But then ultimately, you don't shame the girls, you just shame the guys. And it's just confusing, like it's the same thing, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, what is the big uproar? Because you're uncomfortable, but why are you uncomfortable? Because it's not for you. <laughs> like, when I'm putting on stage, what my performance is, is not for you. So why are you upset? Why? Like, what is the problem? Do you hate us? Or do you hate that we're just so open and then we're just so real about it? But you can't do that. You can't be that. Because you're afraid of what society says. What mm-hmm. society thinks. So you'll never be the real you. So you're mad at me for being the real me. Hmm. Hmm. I don't, I might need to vote you for president. I think hmm. you or governor. We we gonna start hmm. off somewhere. We gonna start off somewhere local. I feel like you can get this place, run the campaign, everything. Okay. And for the cartoons, I feel like it's a great idea. I feel like when we was growing up, I feel like they sprinkled it. It wasn't as saturated as it is now. It's not as vocal as it is now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we definitely had a few gay characters. That it's not like they said that they was gay, but we kind of knew. Really, uh-huh. like give, give me an example because I, I I was green a lot. You apparently you jumped off the porch a lot faster than I did. <laughs> so, what? Give me give me an example who you who you uh, remember like know for a fact this character was gay. I felt like Bert and Ernie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I definitely feel. Like that's like the the main one, okay. and I feel like it was like sprinkled around here and there. I didn't fully catch it, but I know for sure it's them. Mm-hmm. I feel like representation is everything. Like for especially for younger kids who don't see themselves, because I know for years I did not see myself growing up. Mm-hmm. So that led me to trying to find out who I was, trying to find <laughs> out what gay is and have all these these unanswered questions instead of letting the kids see okay so I can relate to this I know what this is this is familiar for me and it would help them not make a lot of mistakes that we had to make trying to find ourselves trying to learn who we are because we have that representation and then for me it would help the parents to navigate those conversations because now you're being informed because mm-hmm. growing up, my parents were not informed. They wasn't trying to be informed. But now, with this new day and age parents, they have time to get informed. They have Google. They have all of these outsources and information that is for them. Mm-hmm. And now you have these cartoon characters that is helping show your kids that it's okay to be different. It is okay to be gay. It's okay. It's normal. Mm-hmm. We're normalizing mm-hmm. something that should have been normalized. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now let, let me let me ask you, at any point did you ever date women or you tried and just was like, okay, I just I can't do it. I, I, I did date a girl. I dated a woman before. Mm-hmm. And I knew I always knew I was gay. But I always wanted to I guess quote unquote for society be normal. So I dated a girl mm-hmm. and not much different, just something I knew wasn't for me. There was no connection. It was something I just felt like I was doing just to try to perceive to be something I'm not. It wasn't happy at all. 
Got it. Got it. Was were your parents or immediate family were they pretty welcoming or they just were like they were you know appalled or oblivious to it? Well, I felt like mothers always know. Mm-hmm. So, of course my mother knew. She just was waiting for me to tell her. And with my siblings, they was pretty on board, of course. Being black men in society, you have to not alter your thinking. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, so, yeah, as long as none of my family's gay, I'll be cool. Like, I can see gay people in the street, and it doesn't bother me as long as they don't talk to me. But now that I have a gay sibling, it kind of alters things. Now I have to think of things a bit differently. So, of course, it was like a learning experience for all of the men in my family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. But, but thank God I wasn't one of the people who was kicked out the kicked out the home or really neglected and really had to find for themselves. Yeah, so, you, you're fortunate than a lot of people. I know you probably would have been kicked out of my house. My like grew up I grew up in an evangelistic household, you know, and so you know everything is a sin. And with yeah. everything being a sin, you know, um mom does not want to deal with it you know i thought my mother was homophobic because she was born like during like the when polio i got some old parents y'all she was born during like when the polio vaccine was like probably first created okay and so back then they definitely were not welcoming you know they would kill you lynch you whatever you know, back in that day, it was not talked about. A lot of stuff was not talked about. You know, even the birds and the bees, you had to learn that on your own, which is very, it's not, that's not smart because it's like, you wonder why your kid is 11 years old and pregnant. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Right. I, I just saw the snake and he just said, let's enter. And I'm like, oh, okay. Back to the story. But so, so, you know, with, with my, with in my household, it's like you, don't like every like everything was oh, okay are you gay who, who is this woman that you're sleeping with is she your girlfriend it's 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 bad you know and i asked her i said are you homophobic and then her response was we growing up in my time period that just was not a uh, a thing it was not okay you know we we just didn't accept it and so i'm still stuck in that time period and i'm like we're in a new, new day and age you know we we to me and you know what happens? This is why you have to be mindful of who you hang around. Sometimes your your family can sway your decisions a certain way. You know, you are the company you keep. So it took me a while to not want to judge, you know, because I was in denial of who I was. I didn't know really, you know, what I liked and everything else like that. You know, I was very much confused. I was you know pretty much carrying a lot of of unhealthy guilt because I'm like oh you come from this household you're supposed to be completely straight but here's the thing sexual one thing I've learned is sexuality is a spectrum there's been a lot of stuff that I there have been a lot of guys or women people in general I've come across who I thought was gay and they're like no I'm, I'm not like just because I do this this makes me gay and it you know made me question a lot of different things you know, so like, like I said, in my house, it's horrible. Oh, get out! Or I'm not, I'm not gonna come to your wedding if you end up marrying a woman and all that type of stuff. And you have to learn to be okay with that. 
you know yeah. you have to learn and I, my thing is you have to accept you know what the what and i grew up like i said evangelistic household so i remember two things that were just considered as the worst sins ever which was homosexuality and fornication right and i said if you read the bible because i've read the bible from beginning to end if you read the word it says nowhere in there that it's going to send you to hell the only unforgivable sin is blaspheming the Lord God, not being fornicating, okay, not not being a homosexual, you know. But again, I can't. You can't have these conversations. And then on top of that, we don't really know who's going to hell. We don't. We don't know. So you can't sit here and say, "Oh yeah, you're going to hell for the." I'm telling you, man. You you have to people have to just learn to mind their business even if you don't agree with some things because it's, it's a lot of stuff that i don't agree with i don't you know care about or whatever but i'm not gonna sit here and and cast my judgment on a, what a person does you know it is what it is that's none of my business however they feel that they want to parent however they feel like they want to live their life that's on them and i just i i think this is again you're talking to a new and improved kendra honey if this was like five years ago you we probably would not have made it this far <laughs> because i wasn't i wasn't in that place of mental maturity i've had to have other people speak to me over time and let me know hey um don't think like that where does it say this in the word you know why does this person bother you so much oh because you hung around your mother that makes sense type of thing you know just be free and be you don't sit here and 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 try to um make you know let people make you feel bad that's what you like that's what you like hell my soulmate could be a woman because these men ain't acting up they ain't acting right i don't know honey i do not know Hmm. but yeah so for you where do we come where do we go from here so we know the we know the issue we know like the the different times and a lot of the older black, especially black parents <clears throat> are scared to have a lot of conversations. Mm-hmm. One about the burden of sex mm-hmm. and about homophobia and where can we go from here? That's knowing this and that's knowing that they're not really willing to change. They're not really willing to have the conversation. So for me, and like you said, you had to come to terms and you had to really want to learn and grow for yourself in order to really understand you, for one, mm-hmm. and then understand the problem kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, where do we go from here? Yeah. I'll tell you, this is like where we can go from here. I think the you know as as technology is expounding you need to be able to my motto is this when in rome okay educate yourself uh you have a comp one thing i realized once you know a lot of times the older crowd of generation was your parents born in in the 70s the 60s the 70s mm-hmm. okay my parents were born in the 40s like I said, I got, they had me like when they were 50. Okay. I'm, a, I'm like, I have a young old soul. Okay. So with that being said, we need to honestly, you know, we, and some people are going to still do what they want to do. You can't, I'm telling you, you are not going to reach everybody, but 
I think education is most important. Need to talk, teach the young, the the, the, the straight men. Let them know, hey man, um, don't sit here and just think every single gay guy is going to try to holler at you. Don't sit here and just, you know, there has to be, maybe they saw something within you. Because you know one thing I realize is, I've had I've had a couple of gay guys say, oh, Kendra, he's gay. Like, they sometimes get on Tinder, like, you know, and just check to see, okay, the, the straight guy to pretend, but they're undercover and everything else. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, you know, don't sit here and just, just, you got to educate yourself. You have, you have to, you have to stop trying to rule people out. Don't rule people out. Just be their friend. See what they're about. Ask them what happened. See what their story is. You know, I used to sit here and think that um, the biggest stereotype in the world, you know, for a lot of gay guys is, oh, you know, they were molested. Some were, yeah. some weren't. You know, figure out their story. Still talk to them as a person. They have feelings as well. You know what? One thing I one thing I learned is like, man, keep keep you keep you a gay guy, man. They they gonna they gonna be they can they know how to fight. I don't know like if that's a part of y'all superpower. I don't know what it is. Y'all know <laughs> y'all know how to fight, man. You know, not one thing I learned as well. A lot of hood dudes are gay. You said that you jumped off. How old were you when you when you remember jumping off the porch? Because you could say you grew up in the hood. How how old were you when you say you remember like vividly jumping off the porch? Probably in my teens. See, that's what I'm saying. I could have used you. You could have been my bodyguard. So that's hmm. what I'm saying, man. And, and then you know, gay guys are hilarious. It's 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 it's, it's, it's so you so again. I think education is serious. Our generation is a lot more willing and forthcoming with different things you know when it comes to whatever it might be but I think when it comes to the parents like I said there are going to be some parents who are just going to be stuck in their ways the older crowd once the person reaches a certain age they that's just who they're going to be but in my honest opinion um, if you're able to reach at least reach somebody let them know hey I'm not a bad person hey we can still be friends I'm not going to hit on you you know what I used to be afraid of I used to be afraid of the fact that if I came across because like I said hearing so many men say oh yeah I got hit on by a dude I thought I was going to be hit on by a woman right and I'm going to keep it real with you secretly I was hoping I was going to be hit on by a woman but no it didn't it didn't it didn't really like work like that in a way like I remember it was this girl in ninth I was in the 11th grade she was in ninth and she was trying to be like the school's thought you know coming in that's how she was going to enter her high school years and okay. I remember she kept hitting on every woman right and I'm thinking like why is she not hitting on me I want to be hit on and she said one thing she said to me she's like hey Kendra if you were gay I will ride your face and I was like oh my goodness that's wonderful but I was very sexually inexperienced right so I didn't know what exactly that meant and I told someone they said no Kendra that means you're going to be doing something she's not going to be doing anything to you and I'm like that's some fun. I mean, what the heck is it? So, you know, so, you know, with that being said, you know, me come, like I said, me coming across, me coming across, you know, um, and I didn't really get hollered at, you know, I've, I've been hollered at by maybe a couple of, of studs and everything else like that. But I've never, you know, like, and I guess my thing was, why can't I get hard at by the the feminine looking women? And then I've had gay women say to me, they're like, well, Kendra, 
they they are the ones who like to be chased they're not going to be the ones hollering really at you or you just have to be in the right place at the right time now every now and again they might try to you know come on to you you know but it's typically going to be the studs like the feminists the fems like to just just be to themselves and everything else like that you know i felt to keep it real with you i felt left out i'm like why is there why does this happen to everybody else but it doesn't have to me and then someone said maybe because you come off as very reserved that you're not with it as well so you know your your aura your demeanor and i'm like oh okay well i don't really care that much you know let me let me go back and do what i finished doing but no like i said man i think i think the fact of the fact of the matter is is that people need to just accept people for who they are it's not you know even if it is a phase don't say that out loud keep it in your head if you have nothing nice to say don't say it at all just keep it to yourself you know they they are still the same cool person that you remember hanging out with once upon a time they they no issues or complaints they're cool just 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 keep it cool with them don't you you never again you never know just hang out with them be their friend see what they're about they could easily help you out with something. I mean, that's how I feel. I just feel like, again, you're talking to a new and improved Kendra where my maturity, I'm not the same person I was last year. My maturity is at a different place in my mind where it shouldn't bother you. It shouldn't, you know, if you at all. But hey, when you come from a very, if, you, if your household is like that, and it's okay to stop talking to your family members as well. You can love them from afar. If they're bringing you grief, Stop talking to them. 100%. That's how I feel as well. I feel like as the black community, what do you, as a black community, I feel like there's several conversations that we need to continue to have. It can't just be like Mm -hmm. a one-time thing. And this, the systemic racism I feel definitely like homophobia in the black community and the black churches and really stopping the generational curses. Because there's yeah. a lot of people who's not trying to heal, who's not, who don't even know the work. Like, see, you and me, we've done the work. We learned what the work that needed to be done was. We accepted the work. Mm-hmm. And then we actually went to do it. A lot of people are afraid of doing the work. Maybe because they don't know where to go to try to get the work or really being by themselves. That's why like a lot of relationships don't work out. Because you're not really doing the work before you get into another relationship. You're just going from relationship to relationship. Yeah. And hurt people hurt people. And now we're in the cycle again. And now you feel the same way that you felt in your last relationship, in this relationship, because it's you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't want to realize that, damn, I'm the toxic person. I'm the problem. Yeah, they're, they're not. You know what? Being in denial about a lot of stuff is not going to... It, 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 you know, I think we've all at some point have been in denial about who we are right Mm -hmm. until somebody points it out to us or until we get to that roadblock where we're realizing why is this not working when am I doing that's wrong how'd I end up getting here you know and so with that being said um with that with that being said 
it's it's one of those things where um you you have to self and you know I think counseling therapy helps as well. Therapy helps reveal a lot of stuff about you as well. You know. Um so yeah, that's that's definitely what I would what I would suggest as well. Therapy. Figure, you know, um just wonder how do we get, like get here? It's it's okay. Have a support group. Somebody who I feel is accepting of who you are. No matter what you do. Now, now when I say support and it doesn't even have to, like I said it doesn't have to be about being part of the community. It can be, you know, with you being um with you just trying to do a new business venture. Somebody to be in your corner let you know it's okay. You can do it. You know, so you won't give up. Stuff like that. And I, w- I was going to ask you this as well, right? Dave Chappelle made the comment that basically oh, mm. proved everybody's point. And I want to touch on it briefly, you know, because I got to go work for the white man. Oh, man, mm. I can't. This, this is why I'm doing these podcasts, y'all, so I can, you know, get on out of here out of the Section 8 neighborhood and, and, and be <laughs> in, 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 in somewhere in a nice area. But my here's my I, question. And I, wanna I, touch- I don't, I don't want to get into that yet. Oh, okay. Because I'm about to do that on my next episode. Ah, okay. Because I was gonna mm-hmm. ask, I was gonna ask you, why does it seem like the the community are some of the biggest bullies? There are like people have told me, Kendra, please don't make a, a a gay joke. Please don't talk about the beehive. So then we talk about don't mm-hmm. talk about Cardi. And that's why I was gonna I was gonna say like this is it, it seems like you are to fear them. Like do not say one thing bad. If you say one thing bad. We are going to cancel you and you are going to have flack from us. And I'm thinking, is it like, what is the reason why? You know, it just, it made me kind of wonder because I do notice that like I, I literally will make a joke, you know, or have made jokes in the past. And it's like, oh my goodness, you're a horrible person. I'm getting like bullied online. And I'm like, oh, I I didn't know nothing was bad about this. And this is when I literally have done my, you know, and I didn't realize like, cancel culture was as bad as it was but I was like oh I'm just making this show I, I didn't say nothing bad like like you know or anything else like that but I just I just wondered I just wondered like it because it does seem like that but yeah I'm, I'm not gonna too much touch to you know go too deep into it or anything since you say you are talking about that on your next episode but like I said it does seem as if a lot of times uh you know the people in the community it's like we're going to if you say one bad thing about us, we're going to just have a whole army and you're going to feel our wrath type of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I don't want to say too much because I feel like I'll just continue to go in kind of thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's, it's, wait, wait like till it's your next of, episode. Part two. Part two to it. It's, it's definitely a lot of factors that play into that whole aspect that I'll definitely get into. Mm-hmm. But since we were talking about um, conversations and support systems, right? Yeah. So with support systems, why do we, why do you feel like we hold on to like people, like friends or relatives? Why do we hold on to them once they are no when they're really not good for us. And we have a understanding, we we understand that they're not, but they're still there. Uh familiarity. Uh people don't like starting over. Um that's really what it comes down to. 
you don't want to you know this person your entire life you know how they're gonna deal with you don't want to meet somebody new you don't want to have to deal with whatever comes with that you know you, you you want to be able to um you just you just you just know you know them hey i, I know for a fact they're gonna even though they're gonna act you know bother me or whatever else it may be i, I can still deal with them i can still deal with them um and their crap versus letting somebody new in that's that's my response to that So do you feel like we should continue on this pattern of being scared of being yeah, pretty much of being scared of the unknown? Definitely. Or should we just continue the cycle and say, okay, well, I know this person's not good for me, they don't really benefit my life. But because they're familiar, I guess I'll just keep them around for for them, even though they can easily feel the same way about you, and now we're just in a, a, a unhealthy friendship. Hmm. Uh, no, I think honestly, my mom, my model, like, is 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 this man? If if that person's not meant to listen, man, people come and people go. All right, you got. Sometimes you just have relatives. That's what I really got in my life. Even for my immediate family, they're relatives. Okay. You and, and you gotta protect your mental peace. You know, I I I wanna you know I wanna say this like protect your mental peace. It's okay to stray away. Again, if you want to stay in these people's lives because you know this is familiarity, to do that, but don't complain. There are gonna be mm. some people who are gonna be like, oh, I can't believe my sister keeps treating me like this. That's your fault. At some point, you gotta take accountability for your own actions. Say that's my fault for me still dealing with her. You that's yeah. that's that's where that's what I think people don't understand. Take your own, have your own accountability, actions and everything else like that. Do not come because because you know what you are gonna be upset, man. Kendra, you're just mean. You're just a jerk. I say woo, and I'm like. I, you're the one coming to me complaining. It's been five months now. There's no there's no solution. You just want to sit here and complain. And you're trying to make me your free counselor. Your free counselor. It doesn't work like that. You need to have... And on top of that, nobody wants to be around a person who doesn't know how to properly deal with issues. Like, yes, we're all adults. We all have issues. We all have pain. You know, nobody wants to sound like a, a broken record. It's okay to talk about certain things. It's okay, but I'm telling you, you have to learn how to come to some resolution. You're going to deal with it, deal with it and be quiet, but don't sit here and complain about it. Nobody nobody wants to hear that. I'm telling you the truth. You're going to wonder why you never receive a phone call or people are very short with you. Nobody likes that. We all want positivity. You start, you know, that's how I feel about it. I feel like it's allowing too. We're allowing them to hurt us. We're allowing them to mess up our mental. We're allowing them to continue to bring us negativity. It's an allowance at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, one time it's like, okay. Second time it's like, okay. Third time it's like, okay. So, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm boo with a fool because I'm just allowing it. I'll complain about it, but but I'm not, I'm scared to have that conversation. I'm scared to really go to my friend and say, you know what? This isn't working at this particular moment. I'm noticing a pattern. I'm noticing things. And for me, I, in this point in my life, I don't necessarily 
I don't need what you're bringing. So either we can grow together or this may be your last stop. But a lot of times we don't even have that conversation with our, our friends. When they're so used to and conditioned to just cutting them off. And there's never really a conversation of what happened. So, yeah, we might not want to hold on to friends who may not be great for you. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like this should still be a conversation. Some type of resolve instead of just quitting. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of people are just so used to quitting or so used to just, okay, well, I'm tired. But that person never really had an inkling that you was tired. Because you never expressed that you are tired. You never expressed how you felt. Yeah. I can just imagine how these people are in any relationship they're, they're in, whether it's friendship or whatever that looks like. Because you may have a communication issue how to communicate because you may not know what you want and at certain parts of your life you want different things you want different things from different people at different times mm-hmm. to be you have to allow yourself to one acknowledge that feedback and then for two express it however you need to express those feelings express that pain express that discomfort Express that annoyance. Express that praise. Express whatever needs to be expressed so you can actually feed it. So, one, you won't be neglecting your feelings and your poise. But two, so you're giving that person... Now, you're allowing that person to understand more about you. Understand their faults. Understand that, okay, I fucked up this time because I just said this down the but you never checked me, so I never knew that it offended you. I never knew that me dealing with XYZ affected you. That's real. I feel That's like real. key in every in any situation. And I feel like we don't communicate because I feel like a lot of people are just listening. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not listening to understand. Mm-hmm. And when we get to that aspect, then of course, defenses is automatically going to come up. And then now you're not having a conversation, you're having an argument. Instead of it being something that could have benefited both of y'all, now it's just okay, fuck you, then fuck you. And now we're like, okay. Mm-hmm. So this time frame that we had together away like that, without any build up, without any explanation, it's just this is how I'm feeling because I had enough instead of and gradually getting there without with conversations with just talks. That's and I feel, like, I feel like more so for our community, unfortunately, is where we where this affects us the most because we were never really taught to communicate. We were never really taught to express our feelings, especially as black men. Mm-hmm. We're not taught to. We're not taught to express our feelings. That's where there's a lot of toxic masculinity going around. There's a lot of boys and men bodies. Yeah. There are. And they listen, they be trying to holler at me. I'm like, sir, you're 
you're you're you're not fixed. You need you need help. You need mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to, especially in the black community. Oh, counseling, like what goes on this house stays in this house. Let me let me say this because you know I do have that to, part. Yeah, I, I do, I do. I'm gonna say these share these last few points, and I gotta go ahead and get ready, to, you know, to work for the white man and stuff. I, I like to, I try to be on time, but like part of that stereotype, you know, late. I try not to be, but I'm like, I don't give a damn about this job most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, but no, let me let me say this. Um, my my last my last little few points. Just, there's a lot of stuff that happens in households that need to be brought about. You know, you guys want to out the 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 you know the gay person in your family but you want to keep the child molester a secret hmm. I have an issue about that okay um people it's it's okay black men stop mean mugging another brother if you see him shake his hand speak to him ask him how he's doing break that cycle okay um black a lot of black black men okay quit quit black men and women quit quit sexually harassing our 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 young women okay and, and when i say sexually like when i say young women just women period because a lot of these guys don't know no means no it doesn't mean try harder it doesn't mean maybe okay she's not interested she's not interested but you're badgering her you're still sexually harassing her all of that type of stuff you're being a creep you know it's to me it's don't do that don't don't do that just look at the sign. She's not interested. Uh, 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 black men, okay? Please, if she tells you she's not interested, don't sit here and curse her out or try to violently attack her because she politely told you no. Like, it's, 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 again, we can, you know, always continue going further on about this because these are things that I recognize. But, you know, my final thoughts are I. Rejection syndrome is real. It is. And my thing is this. This ain't Burger King. You can't always have it your way, right? So you have to just realize. And and, and black, let me say this about black women. Quit trying to, when you don't, you'll fight for gay rights. But then um, you will sit here and insult a a, a straight man with a a homosexual slur because he didn't do what you wanted him to do. Y'all need to stop that as well. But that's all I'm going to say about that. You know that's that's all I'm gonna get into. You know we can we can be here till you know all the next day and go on a rant. But you know, for 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 the sake of time, you know I gotta go and well, prepare myself for today. Well, I, I just want to expound on what you just said about um, sexual deviancy kind of thing. No means no kind of thing. But I definitely want to include the black man as well because a lot of times we're not heard when we are touched when we have been assaulted because we're men and we don't get that same right as women do. So I want to include the black brothers who do get hurt, who do get touched with, without warranty. Because mm-hmm. there are women who just touch who just touch their dick because they feel like they can. And no does mean no. So I want to include everyone in terms of that aspect. Mm-hmm. But before you go, unless you want to have you promote your stuff your comedian mm-hmm. and your skits on instagram is everything <laughs> i try to like this Thank topic you. that you go through this how well thought out it is how well delivered it is just keep them going keep on shining for that and tell us before you go like how what made you pick comedy how did you get into comedy 
Um, yeah, real uh, quickly, I got into comedy because I had children tell me that you, uh, you know, I'm funny in three things that don't lie. Is, uh, uh, children, a drunk man, and leggings. Okay, and so with those <laughs> with those things, like, hey, mommy, she's funny. You know, I like her. Blase woo. And so um, I had multiple people tell me I was funny. You know, I remember my fourth grade teacher, shout out to Mrs. Rouse. She said, you're hilarious. You need your own, you know, you, you're, you're going to be great one day. And so I started via 2016, via Snapchat. And I started importing my videos uh, from Snapchat late 2017, early 2018 on IG. Okay. And I just said, okay, let me... Uh, I got back in a better algorithm of posting more frequently. Like I will post three times a week. Now I'm posting three times a week. I don't remember the start point and when I started, but I realized like you got it. Cause I was only posting once every five days. Right. Which isn't, which isn't good, but cause I was trying to, you know, I was running out of material, trying to figure out exactly what is it that I really wanted to, you know, be as well. How do I go about posting this? But like I said, it's for me personally, for me personally, I had to learn, okay, Kendra, this is, I feel like this is your calling. I had a minister tell me, uh, the same one who baptized me, hey, this is your calling and stuff like that. So I went after it. I started jumping on people's podcasts October 2020. And at this point, I've been on like at least 700 podcasts and counting. So I'm not playing games. I'm trying to just, you know, like I said, get my name out there and just really go full throttle. And, and here I am now. Well, thank you for blessing us mm-hmm. with your presence. Um, Kendra, you do have a podcast on anywhere that you can listen to it, the Kendra Crump Podcast. Yeah, Kendra Crump Show Podcast. Uh huh. And not with so, no money sign, God. I'm not, guys. I'm not no fake ass ASAP Rocky. S H O W. Okay. And Kendra <laughs> with a Y. D is a the, and then K Y N D R A C R U M is a Mary P's and Paul Show Podcast. Okay, so y'all, y'all make sure y'all. I can't find her. Yeah, God, you you, you didn't you didn't listen thoroughly. Hmm. So, I'm going to have to get going. So, thank you again for being on my podcast. Thank you for, for having was, me. This is Kendra, and we have a lot more to talk about coming and, soon. That's right. Thank you. And you're more than welcome to come on my podcast. We'll we'll talk after this, and we'll p- figure out the date to put you on. Yes. All right, sweet. You take care now. Don't do nothing All I right. wouldn't do. All right. Take <laughs> care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.